Did you see that woman on the news? I think it was yesterday. It could have been the day before. But uh, the, the main station for all of Russia uh, that always says only what Putin wants them to say was doing the announcing, and the woman came behind her with a sign that said, no war. And then it, it went on to say that this is false news, don't believe it. Um, because, you know, the, the Slavic people are both in Russia and Ukraine. They're, they're really brothers and sisters. And they're literally our brothers and sisters living on either side of the border. But here's what I want to ask you. Can you imagine the courage that it would take for you or for me to step up and say nothing but hold up a sign, no war, everything you're hearing, people, it's false, it's fake, it's not true. To say that truth without even opening your mouth and know this, I'm going to jail for 15 years now for that. 15 years. And even people that go out and they hold up a sign that has not a word on it, it's blank, they're going to go to jail for 15 years. Would you do it? Would you hold up that sign and tell the truth? Would you give up 15 years of your life? I don't know if I would. I don't know if I could. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. But that's the reality. And you know, I think Jesus says it just simply. The greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. And what could be more humbling than to give away 15 years of your life in service of telling the truth? That's what's at stake in many places in the world, not just there, but it's very critical there. And the, and the most amazing thing is she's, be, she's on trial today. The act happened yesterday, and they're putting her on trial today. This is fast track. Put her in jail. Throw the key away for 15 years. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's always all around us because it's in us, the questions of evil and sin. And it's rare that we get to see, and it's sad to say it, to see a nation and it's really not the nation, it's not the people of Russia, I don't think. But a leader be able to control a whole nation and for evil to reign, for evil to reign. And it makes me stop and say, OMG, if one man can do that, if one man can do that, can amass that amount of power and then do such evil and destruction, destroying cities, just destroying cities, destroying a country. That is, like I would say, the climax or the apex or the, it's the top of the mountain of evil. And, and yet it's happening right before our eyes. We, we get to see it, as ugly as it is. And so, the church thanks be to God, even 2,000 years later, hands us this season of Lent to take a good look at evil, a good look. As Isaiah said, though your sins may be crimson red, they may be red as blood, God can make them white as wool. God can take the evil that is in us 
as individuals or as a people, as a nation, as a world, and turn it, touch it, love it, kiss it, bless it, grace it, and then it begins to come back to real life. Again, I, I think this woman, this is a very Christ-like figure, I think, to be willing to give up 15 years of your life just to share the truth, just to share the truth. What are we willing to do during this Lent? What is this Lent calling us to? What is crimson red in us, blood red, that needs to be touched by God's mercy, loved and kissed by his grace? That's the spirit of Lent. And that's part of the reason why we have these, they look like dead branches. Because these can blossom again. We have a peach tree in the backyard of the rectory, and it's already being covered with blossoms. It's been dead like this for a couple months, but it's coming back to life. And I think it's a metaphor for all of us. That's what God wants to do in us. Not just love the good part, but to love, really love the dead part, and to bring that also back to life. Please stand. Okay. Our Lord Jesus tells us that the Father always desires to hear our prayers. Trusting in our Lord, we offer him our prayers and our needs.